Hey, everybody. Welcome to the check-in. Welcome, Dave. <laughs> I welcome you. <laughs> so good to be here. Welcome into our conversation it, oh, as were you friends. Singing? Glad you're listening in on our friendship, oh. everybody. Yeah. Welcome. Um, yeah, we're just going to check in with one another. So here I am checking in with you. Dave, how's it going? What's up? What are you feeling? <laughs> oh what are you God. thinking? What are you experiencing? <sighs> yeah. Um, I just I had too much coffee. I'm sorry. I have had too much I coffee. I can sense that. Whew, I'll bring it down a bit. So you're coming from Portland, so it's still morning. I am now mm -hmm. into the afternoons. So I have the afternoon lull. Oh. So this could be an interesting <laughs> this dynamic. Is because this time. is usually shifted. <laughs> I, I'm usually the too much, and then you're usually. So this is good. This is yeah. nice that we've shifted rules. Yeah. Thankful for this. Um, how am I doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah I what's think going right on? now there's just so many ebbs and flows emotionally in a day. So it's mm. not like it's as clear, oh, I'm fine, or oh, I'm not like that answer now seems very trivial because every moment shifts and changes. Oh, so I need to ask you like every 15 so, minutes like every what's 15 going minutes, on? You, exactly, exactly. Uh, so yeah. like, where has there been collective grief like what we're seeing right now? Um, uh, I look at some of my friends who are struggling with isolation. Mm -hmm. Others are struggling with smothering. Mm -hmm. And so you look at these dynamics that are going on. And, and so when I look at how I'm doing, I think is an Enneagram three. We all, we'll talk about the Enneagram because it's important to us. If you don't know about it, sorry, it's our <laughs> friendship. We do. Um, so it's being able to pay attention to my emotions. And how, oh, so you being at a shelter in place means right. that there's a greater awareness or experience of your, as you're experiencing your emotions, are you aware of what's happening immediately or how does that work for you? Yeah, my go-to is productivity. So I'm being oh. productive and getting shit done, um, often not paying attention to my emotions. So I think in this space where there's less productivity or I'm not responsible to get a lot of things done, I'm, there's more time with just myself. Uh-huh. So and I'm, how is that time with yourself? Yeah, it's not great. <laughs> so I'm yeah. having to yeah. acknowledge the emotions that may have always been there. Yeah, right. Um, Right. But I'm having to sit in those and acknowledge those and be present with those emotions. So I think I'm in a space of, you know, again, my my mode is innovation, creation. Let's let's think about what the next and the new is in this moment we're in. And mm. right now, I feel the most important thing for me is to listen and pause. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I had a moment the other day where... Uh, we were we were in a, a group Zoom call, and there was a moment uh, people were kind of bringing up lament, and I yes. felt myself, you know, and I I just I felt normally I like to I mean I will sit in the lament for a, a long time, but I felt myself in that moment uh, actually feeling what you're discuss what you're talking about sort of that need for productivity, and I was like oh yes. we need to get to the next thing let's move past this real quick, but yeah the reality is that I think it is we all have different responses for this kind of global experience of right of being sent to our spaces and our places and isolating from one another and having to face ourselves and the grief and we've talked a little bit about this in other conversations but that collective grief um yeah and the can... stages of of 
of, of the little deaths that we are experiencing right. in our lives. And there's so many little deaths and, and I'm having yeah. to acknowledge those, yeah. like even in our friendship, yeah. um, the death of not being able to connect in the ways that we have in the past or mm-hmm. in, you know, my friends in that I hang out with and, um, not being able to watch sports and like, there's just all these yeah. little deaths that pop in and going, yeah. oh, I don't have this now. This was an outlet for me. Right. <clears throat> this outlet is gone. Right. And instead of creating the next or the new outlet, what is it to go through the grief and the lament so that mm-hmm. the next and the new is actually the right thing? Because I think we right. innovate through lament. Yeah. Um, yes, so because think... otherwise we're just trying to, we're almost, we're not, yeah, we're not um, responding to the moment and creating out of what is actually needed. Right. We're just ready to create something that actually may end up being completely irrelevant and irresponsible even. To the right, and, I think, and I think why is because it just medicates our dysfunction. Yeah. Let me not sit in my feelings. I need the next. Well, the next right. is never the right thing because it's just right. trying to avoid or to numb or to ignore. So let's sit in actually right. what is. Let's not ignore. Right. Let's notice. Let's pay attention. Um, right. So how, how are enough about right. me? That's uh, how, how are you doing? Well, yeah, I just, before I move on to anything else that I might want to talk about. I just in that, that whole, the, you know, a bunch of little deaths, what that reminded for me in relating is, um, having a child on the autism spectrum. And I remember, and I remember talking with other meeting other parents of special needs children. And there is an experience, and I mean, and, and the need to acknowledge, because I felt bad acknowledging the fact that I was experiencing little deaths, right? right. Like, I don't get to have those conversations, those, like, with a three-year-old, the, you know, like, the, how language develops and curiosity, right. and those things were not happening for my daughter. And right. so I had to acknowledge and wow. actually grieve those moments. And even now, you know, she's, she's older, she, like we passed the moment where she should have had a, she would have typically had a driving permit or, and then have her driver's license and then go on dates and, you know, go to prom and all those things. And they are Mm. very real experiences that we need to grieve so that we aren't just piling up those deaths. Do you know what I mean? Like we're not suppressing those emotions. And then I have. Right. Which can lead into resentment and lots of other things that that go sideways. And a nonstop sense of disappointment. And disillusionment wow. and discouragement and, and we so have to grieve those and allow those things to die so that we can truly reimagine so that i could for example with my daughter truly imagine the vibrancy and fullness of her life as she is right. instead of me right. putting on her that sort of disappointment or living in in grief and death. which is what this moment yeah. is about i think in if connection is the point and the thing that draws humanity together is this desire for connection, this longing for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it is that uh, we connect when we allow people to truly be seen for who they are. Right. Which may right. mean we've got to die to some things yeah. on who we want them to be. Yeah. Our own expectations, our own cultural expectations, expectations like I have a all lo- of those things. I have a long list of things that I would love you to be. <laughs> And you just never. I would like you. Yeah. You never do those. It's one of those things. Being on time is one of those things. Having a yeah. calendar. Yeah, yeah okay. that's a good one. Let's just name. If those of you that may not know Dave or I, 
Um, Dave is chronically early. He has a compulsion yes. to move on to the next thing Can like a half hour a before it actually occurs. So let's say right. you're in a conversation and the next thing is going to be happening in a half hour, a half wow, hour from now. This is exposing right now. Here I just want to wow. name that. I, on the other hand, wow. am leisurely walking in 10 minutes late, coffee in hand. Like, hey, right. what's and up, when everybody? you're present with someone two hours later, you're still <laughs> talking to them. It but we takes... had a call at the hour 30 mark, <laughs> which was scheduled in the calendar. I need a warm up. And I, you know what? No, okay. In all seriousness, I am recognizing in our friendship and in, in this particular work specifically um, the things that I need to do in preparation for and then follow up. So I could account for the task at hand. Right? Like in the moment, I need to do this. I need to be here for this thing. But then I'm realizing, oh gosh, there's actually work that I need to do prior right, so, so that I can come space. in prepared mm, for that. Right. Um, and, and so that, that is actually something I'm just thinking about in terms of our friendships and relationships. Like how are we coming in to those spaces? Am I, yes. um, am I ready to, you know, what is my capacity, even the awareness of my capacity in the moment? Um, to be present, and I guess that's. So it sounds like you're I'm, saying I'm a, I'm a, I have high needs. <laughs> so you need to prepare for. Well, this isn't just prepare, about prepare to have a conversation with Dave. Am I ready I, for Dave right am now? I, I am. I am not. I, I, I need know. a greater capacity right now to be oh present um, <laughs> to contain all of that. Where, um, and then on me on the flip side is I'm sitting there in all my fields for 30 plus minutes because we're not doing the thing that was set to do <laughs> so then you eventually do come on i'm like no nah, I, I can't do the thing because yeah now you're pissy i'm pissy right and now. you're filled this with is... resentment and yeah, you want to linger resentment. that's like too strong <laughs> but it's like uh, i was really happy half hour ago and now i'm not <laughs> no Alrighty. and that yeah, yeah full circle right, back, back to, to your range of emotions no. that are happening in this moment no, not mine. Yours. Can I'm answering the question. Yours, that are... How are you, how are you doing? <laughs> Can we get back it's to that one? It's easier for me to talk about yours. Mm -hmm. uh, clearly. Yeah. Um... Deflection. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, my world, I, so I'm one of, I am, you know, have a full-time job, the side hustles, and, and then being uh, self-quarantined. Uh, with my family for two weeks. Um, I, I was talking to a friend of mine actually yesterday. Two weeks and extending every day. Yeah, yeah. So it was, I was talking to a friend the other day where she was like, we're being told that we're working from home, but we're not working from home. We got forced <laughs> to go home and do our work, you know, in spaces right. that are typically not work spaces. And so there's all of that adjustment that goes on. And so having a, for me, 17-year-old, 14-year-old, yes. 4-year-old, right. um, and partner and then trying to negotiate time and I mean I'm constantly interrupted there was just no moment for me to focus on um, my job it's fascinating. Um, and so, so I felt overwhelmed I was just like there was a low-grade stress just a non-stop stress of all the things that I wasn't able to quote-unquote accomplish um, not to mm. mention just the outlet for creating and 
and and my desire to be present with people when I am with them. Right. And so I felt like I was actually not present with anyone, not my family, not on Zoom calls, not with my employees, like everything was, That's um, fascinating. it felt, uh, yeah, and, and I had no alone time. I had to like, to get alone, I'd have to lock my bedroom door, which by the way, my four-year-old figured out how to unlock from the outside with a Lego. So whatever, it's not even working. I would lock my bedroom door, then go into my bathroom, lock my bathroom door, turn off all the lights, and like take a bath. That was like the only way I could get kind of alone. So, so that's interesting because I'm hearing from other people, uh, other relationships, where there's so much talk around isolation right now, mm-hmm. but very few are talking about this other way in which people are being, which I think you're experiencing, which, which is smothering. <laughs> yeah, and like, it's like there are like so I'm in a much. small apartment. My kids are home. Like I have a um, university student who has moved home. I have a 16 year old and a 14 year old. So you've got like I've got adults, right? Plus you know me and my partner in a space that's small. So mm-hmm. I I sense that as well. As I don't have that alone time. Where do I go? There's no space mm-hmm. to go. Mm-hmm. Um, so what what does it look like when we used to have these escapes the coffee shop or lunch meetings right. and places that we got to go and connect and, and get outside of right. well now there's nowhere to go where am i going to go right right so and how- and then right and should i be trying to go right the other part so then there's yeah, for I, me I a to. sense of yeah, I <laughs> i'm like look i, need, I don't really like that I've, other question yes i've read about my like you know myers-briggs enfp like we have yeah, to have time ENFP, alone to no sort out the inner thing i'm like no. input all day Please. um i needed my alone time um uh, yeah it does bring up the other question which is why am I trying to escape all the time? <laughs> and now right. I have to deal with all that. Or um, that I didn't even know it was escape, and now I'm realizing, oh, I was escaping. Right. So, yeah, not to say we do need time to, yeah, we're not saying all alone time is escaping, but yes, to discern those things. Um, but, yeah, I will, the other thing that I was doing to sort of escape, but again, I, you know, this is the gift of the four-year-old in my life, he can get into all those spaces. He would be literally on the other side of the bathroom door yelling at me, are you done? I'm waiting. You know, he's just like. Right. So even you know, even as you're trying to have your Zen yeah. moment in the bath with the candles, you have a four-year-old who's yelling. Yeah, who's shouting on the other side of the door. Or right. if I get on the elliptical, you know, and I'm like earbuds in, I'm like, I'm just going to just get some energy out and get, you know. Uh, anyway, that also is easily interrupted. So. Um, so how are you, what, what are you noticing in, in these moments of interruption? What is it? What am I noticing? Be, I'm know, noticing my present? low grade you... stress that shows up as right. irritation and irritability right. and short temperedness. Um, that explains a lot in our friendship actually. Because <laughs> I've noticed, I've noticed that. Yeah. Well, in general, I just am like, get to the point. Like I feel myself like in that, in that, in that space. So I'll tell you what that the outlet has been for me truly. Um, uh, creating and and I I talked about this in another form and another way, but um, for me, art disrupts the urgent and yes. allows me to yeah to to kind of stop the anxious um, drive and be in touch again with mm. self. And so, um, for those who painting, don't know, Sonia oh. is a artist painter and musician 
yeah, so those things, returning to that, those creative spaces is really helpful in that. Mm. Yeah. I like and that speaking of four-year-olds, he's dancing into the locked room right now. So if you hear him, that's what's going on. That's what happens. So yeah. now we're experiencing the things you talked about. Disruption. Yeah. Well, this has been an amazing check-in. This has yeah, been help, helpful been for me to talk with you. Um, yeah, same. And sh- kind of share what's happening. Yeah. So um, say hi to all the people in lovely Ottawa. Well, I, and... I don't know how. I'm locked in my house. It's terrible. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, everyone, for tuning in to the check-in. And yeah. uh, join us. Yeah. See you in a couple days. For uh, checking in again. Let's go,